You're listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health, live on AM980 or online at am980.ca. Got a question about healthcare, dieting, exercising? Give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Ron Young. Good morning, London. We're back on the MedPoint Health Half Hour. All right. I hope you're ready for the best 30 minutes of radio in your week because it's going to be a good one. We got a good one today. Yes, we do. Today I'm being joined by Peter Martone. Peter, you're a regular co-host now. You made the cut. I feel like I am I can be called a regular on this show. I've been here quite often. Cream so. rose to the top. <laughs> if you say so, Ron, it's your show. So, Well, our show now, I guess. I- I don't Even mind better. sharing the spotlight. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. they 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 call in to talk to me, but they go on the website to see you. So, well, news to me, Ron. <laughs> uh, we got a lot going on at MedPoint. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we're still pumping the nutrition bars. Yep, though uh, they're almost gone. I know. I kind of and it's it. perfect because the shelf life on them was June. Yeah, because since they are all natural things, the shelf life doesn't three years, which never things should never. Yeah. Three years, if you right? get a cliff bar or something from 2012, you, that thing might still be so good, how surprisingly. <laughs> exactly. That means there's something in it that's preserving it. So these bars, there's not any preservatives in it. Yeah. It's all natural stuff. Only shelf life is very short. So yeah. gobble them up. So maybe, and maybe uh, for the listeners, even, um, you know, closer to that June, July kind of when they're expiring, mm-hmm. we might even throw some specials out. And yeah, possibly. Look for them put it out there. Look them so. on our website, our Facebook page, all those things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then also dietitian services going yep. well. Brianna's awesome at what she does and, uh, you know, she's been seeing a lot of people lately mm-hmm. and if your benefits cover it, definitely encourage you to, uh, come on in. If you, whether you've got the eating thing mastered or whether you, um, you know, maybe you're just starting out with a meal plan and stuff like that. Um, and, and this kind of goes with one of the topics of today, Pete, Yeah, is the, do I need, do we need to exercise more or eat less? Yeah. It's a simple question is if I eat more, do I just exercise more? If I eat less or exercise less mm-hmm. and almost, you can almost look at these two things as independent. Yes. Where one, um, helps the other, obviously if you use them together, they benefit each other greatly. Yeah. But, um, your diet and weight loss is more regulated by what you eat. Yes. Now you can you can battle it with exercise, but it's what you put in your mouth that helps Absolutely. your weight loss. And don't think I, I have a lot of people who, you know, all just run an extra kilometer to afford that coconut mm-hmm. cream pie. It doesn't really work like no, that because an extra kilometer run might burn off fifty, you know, sixty, seventy cows. Yep. But if you're eating that coconut cream pie, maybe you're intaking 350 calories and, and spiking your sugar levels. So the mm-hmm. insulin response will occur and uh, it'll be fat storage will be the tendency, especially later on in the evening. Mm-hmm. So. Obesity is becoming an epidemic as of late. And yes. if you look back hundreds of years ago, there wasn't the very strict exercise regimens and things like that because they didn't have all these processed foods. They ate better. They knew what they were doing. They just stick to the the normal things and not eating all those preservative loaded foods. And Mm -hmm. So we're killing ourselves. (laughs) Slowly. (laughs) Basically. Killing ourselves off. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it is good to be aware. So if if that is something that you're interested in, obviously call and, and we can... Uh, connect you with the proper personnel to to get you in, and and you might be free because of benefits. Benefits, you yeah. never know. 
Benefits are awesome. Yep. So, um, <clears throat> what else do we have going on here? So, uh, we wanted to kind of touch on a couple different articles this week uh, as it pertains to your health. And the one, Pete, that I was really intrigued about, and you put it right at the top, was this wireless devices. Yep. Because it's easy for us to go through our day, mm-hmm. have our cell phone in our pocket, we'll go home and maybe browse on the iPad some mm-hmm. news. People have the Bluetooth things in their ears all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So all this wireless activity, what they're saying now is it's raising concerns of possible health effects because of the exposure. Mm-hmm. They, they believe that it's possibly causing cancer. It's very carcinogenic, mm-hmm. which is weird because this is what's taking over everything's becoming wi-fi cordless and yeah have all these zones where there's um electromagnetic radio frequencies yes so and i found it interesting because it's 140 studies show a possible link yeah so it's not just one or two they found something it's 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 there's a lot of studies that looked at this and i think it's becoming becoming more and more of an issue Mm -hmm. and i guess um for children even more because they're still developing. So if, you, if you're if you using all these devices at a very young age, mm-hmm. maybe have an effect in the growth, not just as it's matured, but in the growth and have even more negative effects. Yeah, and it, it's almost like you're more, um, you're more easily affected by it. Mm-hmm. Because you're growing, mm-hmm. your body's adapting to kind of what's going on around it, yep. what you're putting into it, uh, and what you're exposed to. Yes. So certainly being a, a father of two baby boys, well, not so baby anymore, but um, this is something for me to now take home and say, look, what, am I, what do I have in my household mm-hmm. that's emitting signals? What can I shut off at certain times? Mm-hmm. Uh, and can I, get, can I get corded connections where yeah. appropriate? Exactly. And it, it's almost hard to avoid all of it because, like we said earlier, then everything is the Wi-Fi zones everywhere. But there's some other there's some tips here. They may be some people may think they're extreme because yeah. of what the way the world is now. But there's some tips that kind of maybe limit the wireless exposure. So, yeah. um, for the first one is obviously everybody carries a phone these days. Mm-hmm. Maybe turning off your phone when you don't have it or you're away from it because yep. if you turn it back on, you're going to get your text message. You're going to get the voicemails. You're going to get those things. Yeah. Or turn it on airplane mode if you have it in your pocket or something when you you know you don't need it at that That's time. That's true. I like the um, keep it away from your head as much as possible. So yeah. the, the closer that device is to your head and your cranium, mm-hmm. um, the, the more exposed you'll be in those ways. So And don't carry your phone in your pocket or your bra. That's yeah. one thing I need to work on because yeah. I usually have it in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And they said keeping away from those those um, areas will um, better affect you. Yeah. So another thing, I actually, was, I, this brings back a memory of this article I was reading about sleeping with your um, wireless device right beside your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was reading an article a while ago. It was about a plant. They put a wireless device in a room just with a plant. Yeah. Another and then a plant another room without a wireless device, and they kept it there, f- I think, for a few days, watered like usual, and I guess in I think a few weeks. The plant with the wireless device in the room did not grow nearly as well as the yeah. plant with the wireless device. So it, there's some effect. There's Maybe we can't see on. it because obviously, um, yeah, the, in, the frequency exactly. and stuff like that. But it's it's kind of interesting to look at that. And I think another study was that individuals who kept their both um, phones beside their bed when they were sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, had worse sleeps and they were more groggy in the morning than if they put their phones outside their bedroom in, yeah. in say, the kitchen or something. 
Yeah, I especially have a bad sleep if I have my phone next to me and you text me at 6 a.m. Yeah, hey, I have to. I gotta, work's got to go. No, man. but this is a really this is a really good thing to look on, look mm-hmm. at, and focus on because now cars have wire, Wi-Fi in yep. them and stuff like that. So how do we avoid it? Where's the balance? Exactly. And you know, all this is telling us to look up. Yeah, and that's a a, a, a pretty popular video on YouTube. Many mm-hmm. of you have maybe have seen it already, but I posted it on our Facebook profile Perfect. page. Um, and it's, it's pretty interesting. Just watch it. It, it kind of gives you a good sense of what the direction of the world's going and, and how, and how people need to actually just simply look up away from their devices. Mm-hmm. No, that's great points. And, uh, how do you, yeah. How do you avoid it? You yeah, just need well, to make sure. Well, London right now is, aren't we talking about getting the, uh, Wi-Fi downtown core? So the entire we core it, yeah. is, is Wi-Fi now. Yeah. So you, if you're working in the core, it's almost impossible to get. Wi-Fi go. everywhere. Yeah. It's it makes things easier, but we have to look at the long-term effects, right? Yeah, and and certainly it's just exposure and how much you're exposed to it, right? Mm-hmm. Set boundaries, set limitations on it, and certainly you can try and avoid it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what about what about this one article, Pete? We'll talk about it quick because we got to take a commercial break. But manual life turning fitness. Uh, and rewarding customers for healthy habits. So it, this, it's kind of interesting. It, it's we've talked. I think we've talked about this before on other earlier like shows. Have, yeah. Just not specifically Manulife, but in other companies, how they're rewarding their clients for being healthy because it's going to, in the long run, cost them less if they don't have to pay for the, use their yeah. benefits and things like that. So they they're tracking their say certain devices or things like that, and they're getting points for if their glucose is under control, their blood pressure is under control. Um, their cholesterol is is yeah. good if they're getting daily or not daily, but yearly mammograms, colonoscopies, dental screens, all those kind of yeah. things. The more build up, you get more points, and you I guess you can get up to five to fifteen percent discount on their premiums. That's great. So that, that's kind of that, like rewarding the car insurance uh, good clients drivers. for good driving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you're taking care of yourself most well, important thing you have. Yeah, it's a great system because why should we have to pay for other people's poor health? Exactly. Right? And I think it's a good incentive. It, it's like you should be doing them regardless, yeah. but if people that struggle to get these things done through the year, they and, do it. And it's a really admirable thing for Manulife to step up in this way because you're saying, look, we care enough about our employees and we have a deal with 3M. Obviously, mm-hmm. MedPoint works with 3M and we care enough about the employees that, look, we want to be proactive. We want to be preventative. Mm-hmm. We're not going to just rely on our healthcare system, even though it's costing us a bit of money. Um, you know, let's do this for the betterment of our, our community. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to go to commercial break. Um, maple syrup may boost your antibiotics. Eh? <laughs> we'll be right back after this. You're listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health, live on AM980 or online at am980.ca. The most interesting health news, advice, and your calls at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Once again, here's your host, Ron Young. Welcome back to the program, everybody. It's great to have you here on a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Myself and Peter Martone, kinesiologist extraordinaire <laughs> uh, at MedPoint, mm-hmm. um, are joining you and talking about all things health and fitness related. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you know, we encourage people, I get a lot of emails through the week. If if you have a question or you want have something that you want to, uh, us to address on air, just email me. It's ron at medpoint.ca. You can follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on... Uh, Pinterest. Pinterest. Pete, you were pinning. I was trying to, getting used to it. I don't get that thing, but my wife's on it all the time. Yeah, I'm It's a cool it. way to connect. Yeah, exactly. Right? People can 
pinned to boards and things like that and follow things and click on the the pins and see what it takes you to. Like we've just yeah. pinned the other day a Fit 3D image and people can see that, be curious about it, click and goes right click, to our website and website. Yeah. they can see all about it. And you can share different boards and stuff like that. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not going to pretend like I know how everything works, but yeah, so it's, it's, we're diving into it. Things like we're, we're connecting with our clients and stuff in a different Via way. social media streams. To motivate. Exactly. Yes. Motivate and educate. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we left off, maple syrup may boost your antibiotics. Yes. Interesting. This is, this is it's, kind of a cool thing. Yeah, it's a, I think it's fairly new. Um, I was reading about this. They were saying that um, some type of maple syrup will boost the effect of an antibiotic mm. on your body, meaning that you have to consume less antibiotics, yeah. which would save a lot of money in the long run. At, I'm not sure how it actually works, but there's something in the, in the maple syrup that kind of has that effect. Yeah, the study it, was done, I think, at in at McGill, at McGill. Yeah, so. and it's the uh, phenolic compounds in the maple syrup. So, this isn't in any way us saying go ahead and just eat tablespoons of maple syrup. No, nope. but it it is kind of cool research to say, hey, look, this could be helping. Yeah, it's a preliminary thing. So yeah. I'm sure we'll hear more about it in the future because it's Canada's gold right there, helping us out. Yeah, but uh, and yeah, very proud, very Canadian, right? Maple Interesting. syrup. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and two, Pete, it's it's that type of thing that, you know, doctors, as much as we love doctors, you know, sometimes they can get prescription for dosages of medication wrong mm-hmm. or incorrect. So yep. a, a lesser dosage of antibiotic is going to be better on your body than something heavier, right? Yeah, exactly. So, they, anybody wants to take less of something. They don't want to be putting the, the stuff, a lot of the, the chemical things into them to make them better. They want to exactly. have something that's... Obviously not made in a lab. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's a cool, cool it's article. It's kind of neat. Yeah, I thought it was. To it. I mean, you always, we talk a lot about fruits, veggies, and stuff like that, but maple syrup, eh? Something Maybe just maple a little syrup. bit. Um, they, I was uh, getting coffee the other day, and they actually had maple syrup flavored coffee and that was really good look at that so maybe maybe putting just a drop of maple syrup in your coffee in the morning is a way to naturally sweeten that coffee and could have uh, health benefits for you yeah there you so go a lot better than dumping a packet of sugar in mm-hmm. your body can recognize and break those things down a lot easier honey or a bit of maple syrup so um Pete, we also kind of talked about uh, how to avoid injury as you amp up your workout regime. Mm-hmm. And we chatted a bit about this kind of stuff as well as uh, Stuart McGill. This is um, the article on CrossFit. Yeah, he came out recently and, and it's just kind of raising awareness for what are, what is your mechanics like in the gym? Are you exercising properly, effectively for what your goals are? And, yeah, and, and abilities, not just goals, abilities, exactly. because people may have high goals, but they're not there yet. Their ability may not be able to accommodate those goals. So mm-hmm. working towards those. And like this article was talking about, about five different ways to help us avoid injury or to to, to, to prevent it, basically. Yeah. yeah. So the first one, in, insufficient base of strength and balance. So a lot of high-intensity workout programs use uh, plyometric exercises, mm-hmm. such as hops, jumps, and stuff like that. We need to make sure that we're aware if you have a pre-existing condition of like arthritis or something like that, mm-hmm. lower impact exercise is going to be much more beneficial for you yeah. and, and can help you to avoid injury in those ways. Build that base up before mm-hmm. you do those super complex exercises because you're using multi-joints for the complex exercises. Yes. And if you don't, can't even do a simple squat or a leg extension, then you're, then you're going to be more doing more damage than good when you're doing those, mm-hmm. those complex things. Absolutely. 
Uh, limited instruction and poor techniques. So this, this is one that really gets me, that really yeah. gets me mad in the gym when I can when I'm watching people do exercises and they're doing them improperly. Yeah, and they're causing much more damage than and good. they don't know they're doing it improperly. Exactly, they yeah. think they are. They think they're doing. They, they have a right, the right intentions, yes. but if you just give them a little direction and make sure that they worry about form more than how much weight they're lifting, then the the goal, the benefits far outweigh those. And it can be the difference of a degree or two in, in your mm-hmm. spinal alignment and stuff like that, that. Exactly. You know, it could be could mean the difference of, you know, hurting your back or not. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Start mm-hmm. slow. Work on the basics, the, the squat, the yeah. lunge, the pulling the pushing, yep. make sure everything's right, and then you can do, like we said earlier. Yes, yeah, yeah take, th- take your time with it. And we do offer at MedPoint the Physiotech program, so it's yep. an online exercise um, prescription that we do use. Uh, if you're looking for just a little bit more guidance with that, mm-hmm. we can print you out exercises with pictures. You can go online, log into your client portal, uh, and pull up videos if you even want even more instruction, mm-hmm. and you get a demonstration session with um, Pete, myself, or another one of our highly qualified kinesiologists. So yes. that's kind of something that if you're looking uh, just to kind of hone your skills and, and kind of get the most out of your workouts, yep. we're happy to help you. So the next one is too much work on the front of the body and not enough on the backside. This is actually one, Pete, that I really, really preach to my clients because in the society that we live in, posture is bad. Um, as I say this, everybody's <laughs> sitting up right now because they don't want to admit it. Um, but posture is a bad, bad, your upper traps are really tight, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of the anterior muscle chain, like the pectorals and stuff remain tight. So you're kind of forced into this position where you're hunched, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the more that you can kind of strengthen the back and stretch out the anterior chain muscles, mm-hmm. the better your posture will be. And then you won't have as much muscle imbalance. Yes. I see. I find this a lot with the knees. People have a lot of knee pain because they strengthen a lot of the quadriceps mm-hmm. And forget about the hamstrings or the lateral and medial muscles. Like and with runners and exactly, stuff too, right? Because it, a lot of the a lot of the same exercises work the same muscles. You got to work both sides. Mm-hmm. And um, with a stronger joint, you'll have less knee pain and things like that. So if you have some knee pain, come come to MedPoint. Maybe we can see if there's a muscle imbalance for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, and that kind of goes back to the whole: um, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Mm-hmm. So what are you putting your body through, right? Yeah. Um, if you're a runner, your hamstrings are likely crazy tight because yeah. we see it all the time. So make yeah. sure that you you get uh, some nice deep squats, work the glutes, work mm-hmm. the quads. So um, improper warm up. A lot of people don't do a warm up. They just come in and do, start lifting heavy. Yeah, people who do sometimes don't do the right things. Um, you want to focus on what you're achieving in the gym at that specific session or mm-hmm. that time. Working your shoulders, work, warm your shoulders up. Yeah, full range of motion. Yeah. Take 15 minutes even if you have to. It's better to be warm and to not hurt yourself than to go in cold, fly through your workout and be extremely sore and hurt something for the next week or and a half, oh, two absolutely. weeks. Absolutely. Yeah, and and I mean for a lot of people, you know, if I plan an upper body session, they'll they'll walk on the treadmill for their warm up, which is fine, but you know, uh, and mobility for your upper body. Yeah. And if I'm not there guiding them through their exercise, maybe they'd go too much too soon. And it's not just the warm up; it's the cool down as well. After you finish the workout, you were just describing that your your anterior muscle could be very tight and your back mm-hmm. kind of hunched. Work those, loosen them up after you finish your your chest workout, say, and that at that point, then you'll have more mobility the next day. Absolutely. Uh, and then this last idea, Pete, I'll let you touch on this: from zero to a hundred. Yeah, it, it, people like to go. 
they see something on the TV, for example, and they say, I can do that. And they'll just go um, as, as, as extreme as they can. They think, I can do everything. I'm yeah. the best. I can do this. There's nothing that I can't do. And that's where it kind of touches on all of the ones pre prior that we just talked about. You cannot you cannot start something that's very difficult in the very the yeah, very beginning. Just think that, like, if you were a, a high school, college athlete, you know, and then you've had a few few years on the couch uh, raising kids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you're <laughs> captain, you know, Canada right away. <laughs> yeah. Make sure that you're taking those proper uh, progressions. <clears throat> and and we can always peg people where they're at, like yep. almost right away. You, you, know? you understand, you need to understand that it's, I said exactly this phrase earlier, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon exactly. when you're doing these things because more injuries happen, you're going to be f- further behind than when you started if you go zero to a hundred. So build the base, warm up, mm-hmm. proper technique, and you'll see the results much, much better. No good house is built on a poor foundation. Exactly. Right? Um, so that that kind of leads us in, and we're just kind of wrapping up here, but the CrossFit, so Dr. Stuart McGill... Um, he's studied the spine, he's put load on the spine, um, you know, he's dealt with cadavers and, mm-hmm. and animal spines, but he's saying the spine is most at risk in a flexed position, loaded and high compression. Now, sit-ups and crunches, I don't agree with because there's high compression with them. You have to do modified yep. um, exercises. I agree. And you're also at risk when extended and in a high weight bearing mm-hmm. situation. So don't hyperextend the spine under flexed or extended um, positions. So that's all we have for today. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Thank you, Pete, for joining me. It's My pleasure, Ron. It was was a great show, I think. Great show. Ratings are going through the roof. Hopefully people enjoyed it. (laughs) So uh, tune in for us next week. Uh, That's all for us today. You can get us on the website, www.medpoint.ca. Take care.